1: mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices message and data rates may apply bank of america
2: and a member fdse you are listening to the next best picture podcast and this is will Mavity's interview with the writer and director for when you finish saving the world jesse eisenberg and the film's star finn wolfhard
3: by that logic we should just occupy every country yo i agree with you Lila. thank you ziggy how do you agree with ila oh shit Excuse my brain for knowing what not to say I know it'll get better with age. Is this is the Reozugi Cats. Thanks for tuning in. Mom! Did you open my door while I was shit? am oh, sorry. Did you try to open the door while I was live streaming? What's live streaming? That's where I have 20,000 followers and I'm validated and I'm starved, which is terror hard to get. Just make sure you don't play the blues. What? White people playing blues music. It's cultural appropriation. I play classic folk rock with alternative influences. I don't know what that means.
2: And then you called the police? I called them. You're in the right place, you're safe, and you'll have two beds for as long as you need. He's my little knight in shining armor. Huh. It's true, kids are just pure love, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: What the hell are you doing?
3: Installing a red beacon light so people know when I'm live streaming.
0: And by people, you I mean you.
3: Two
0: speed on parallel Ziggy, you don't have to be interested in politics. You think I'm stupid?
3: No, no, I didn't say that. I brought you this hat, Kyle.
0: It was my son's, but he no longer wears it. I don't know what he wears anymore. <laughs> Most boys your age can't bring themselves to be kind. Jesus, Ziggy! And you can't help yourself. You're a special person. Ziggy. are you happy? I think
3: so. Why are you asking me?
0: As I'm reading this article about teen suicide, and it's highest in your age
2: group. Okay, thanks, Dad. Mom's home!
0: When you were a little boy, you were my little ally. Your life was going to be happier. You were going to be one of the good ones. And then something switched in you. You stopped being interested in anything outside your own little world.
3: Sorry about that. school are you ready to go right
0: now i'm right here dude Hi, i am will maverick nextbestpicture.com great to talk to you guys yeah great Thanks to talk to me this. too yeah yeah thank you all right so um jesse i think i read that this is based on your relationship with your mother-in-law um it's really um not um so,
1: no. based on anything real but i've had the Good fortune of being able to like volunteer at a domestic violence shelter, uh, you know, on and off for the last fifteen years um, through my wife's mother, um, and so um, you know, it's a world I knew well. And when I'm writing, I try mm. to write about all the things that I know that you know are really interesting to me, and that also, on this Venn diagram, haven't been explored a thousand times in other movies.
0: Right. So I would love to know, I guess for both of you, the process of taking this from uh, an Audible special to turning into a film. Because Finn, you did the voice work on that as well, right? Yeah, you appeared yeah. on that?
3: Yes, I did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, the difference, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I, it was actually hard, wait, I would say, I mean, in a lot of ways, they're completely different ways of working. Um, I remember thinking that it was so hard, the Audible thing was incredibly difficult. very difficult, difficult. Yeah. You just I with with acting because your face is in it. You can get away with kind of slurring your speech and kind mm-hmm. of uh, saying you know. I, I just with audible you have to everything has to be kind of very clear and with also trying to give a you know a performance performance at the same time yeah um which I guess uh, says a lot about what an actor an, an actor I am. Well, um, even <laughs> in a movie where you have a monologue for you know four hours. Yeah, sure, but but. Thank God we could break it up. Right. Um yeah, right. Sure. but yeah, no, I mean the process of, of it was very different, for sure. But as far I mean as far as the like writing, I think Jesse kind of Yeah. I think it's different for you. Yeah, Edward, but obviously. I mean also like,
1: you know, Finn did this character in audio form. I don't know, I think it's maybe like a is it three hours or something of performing as this role and so you know he developed like you know the nuances of this character you know this is a guy who is like very popular online but struggles to you know get any traction with the people in his life both his family who kind of ignores him and the kids at school who think he's kind of you know silly Uh, and so you know these are like kind of you know I'm an actor so I you know I get it like there's these kind of like nuances you have to find with a character and um, you know for Finn who's not only a brilliant actor but like a very very thoughtful soulful person finding these nuances to make a character that's both kind of obnoxious grating, and also <laughs> sympathetic uh, you know is 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 a process and work and and he did you know got to be able to, to do that with with um, having done the audi- audi- audible project
0: well Jesse why don't you tell me a little bit more about kind of the difficulty in expanding your three-hour mm-hmm. audible uh, experience yeah. into this like what like hour 40-minute screenplay
1: yeah um yeah, uh, you know, I my background as a writer is in theater. I, I write plays and uh, short stories, and, um, you know, I always end up writing before I write, like, a play. I'll always have uh, monologues from a character to characters from the play before the play starts, and so I'm kind of, like, used to this process where, you know, thinking about a person and their psychology and their inner life and their behavior and their humor and anxieties and everything, and then I'll usually write from their perspective. And so that's, in some ways, what this movie is, is this movie had a kind of... Um, you know, Preamble, which was this long, you know, book for Audible. Um, and then I also had this other, you know, great advantage of, you know, in writing the movie, I had already thought about these characters so much. So Finn's part in the audio book is one of three sections. You also hear from the dad and you hear from the mother when she's a, a young woman in college. And so I kind of knew her story as well. That's the character that Julianne Moore plays in this movie. Um, and so, um, you know, that helps me as a writer to think about the characters and uh, allows me to kind of just dig in and feel kind of what the most fun scenes would be in in, in a, you know, in a kind of extended version.
0: So, in terms of directing, I think you, you, your plays were mostly kind of one location pieces, yeah. right? Yes. This would be very different, I imagine.
1: Yes, I always, you know, <laughs> yes, exactly. I mean, and my instinct always is to write plays because you know i am probably just fiscally um uh you know um um <laughs> you know concerned and so you know you think you could you can afford to uh, put on a play where there's a couch and you know and and maybe like a little poster on the wall and then when i started writing you know this story i thought you know it'd be so wonderful to see the inner workings of a domestic violence shelter and then conversely see um you know a music app where you know kids can play kind of you know, shallowish music to thousands and thousands of fans online? And wouldn't it be able to kind of, wouldn't it be great to be able to kind of show these two contrasting worlds in the same story? And so when I started thinking about that, I started thinking, well, what would be great to show in a movie? How can I Further take advantage of this medium that I have acted in so much, but never kind of made. Um, and so I started thinking of you know, <laughs> you know, scenes that take place outdoors, which seemed kind of like a wondrous you know novelty, um, and also performance. I love seeing people perform, um, you know, in the context of a storyline. And so in this movie, Finn goes to this kind of um, these Finn goes to these teen performances of social justice kids, uh, kids who are performing social justice art, and he performs his songs, which are just the opposite of what these kids want. These kids are performing you know, poetry about global warming and the Marshall Islands, and, and then he gets on stage and performs a song about missing his friends during summer break from school. And, um, so it, you know, thinking about things for this medium became kind of this fun exercise and, and new for me.
0: Ben, why don't you tell me a little bit about getting into the head of that character? Yeah. Uh,
3: yeah, when Jesse was casting this role he thought who could who is the most shallow <laughs> person that I could get yeah. to reflect this character? <laughs> um well no I, I um no I think well playing this character I think for me uh was incr uh, very, very rewarding um and terrifying and uh, incredibly fun and and the yeah, I think you have to kind of try to relate to to your character no matter kind of how how many kind of pompous or like arrogant things my character says in the film I think <laughs> like really just getting into why he's saying them as opposed to and maybe not thinking about it, but having that in the back of your head of of, of, of yeah why he's saying them rather than uh, the things that he's actually saying I think really helped me at least um, yeah convey a kind of uh, you know, hopefully people see past the the comments and actually kind of almost feel bad for this character who kind of is actually pretty, uh, has not a lot of control in his life and feels pretty um, useless, uh, you know. But for, you know, whatever, an hour every so often he can get online and feel, like, mm-hmm. totally praised by all these people, but in mm-hmm. his real life. You know, so that I think for him is a very frustrating uh, thing and, you know, not having any... Uh, having no attention or sort of uh relationship with with his mother I think kind of yeah I, I think for me I think it, there's a lot of things that I, I I I find very funny and and sweet about that character so I try to kind of put as much of myself as possible in it to kind of offset the um the sort of yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, like youthful arrogance. Yeah, youthful arrogance or whatever. Because I would imagine, I mean, like, he also hasn't, he doesn't know anything about the world yet. And so I think, I would imagine that as he hopefully gets older, he says less uh, grating things. Right. But I don't know, maybe he's like that forever, I'm not sure. But I, I think, know, yeah, that's playing him at that point in his life. Um, yeah, it was, it was really rewarding, I guess.
0: So Jesse, I saw that um, Emma Stone's credited as a producer on this. Tell me a little bit about her involvement in this project.
1: Yeah, um, you know, Emma is not only the producer of this movie alongside her husband, Dave McCary, who's a brilliant director and their partner, Ali Herding. Um, but they were like as hands-on as you could be. So this was their first movie um, with their new company, Fruit Tree. And this was my first movie, obviously. So, you know, they, we were both kind of learning uh, and kind of taking advantage of the process and all the kind of granular details of the process to gain experience. So, you know, Emma, Dave, and Allie were on every interview I did with you know, um, editors, composers, production designers, um, every audition uh, for actors, and um, I was just so lucky. Um, the script, I've known Emma for a decade, but the script came to them in a very roundabout way, which is that I offered the, the the, the uh, you know, other main role besides Finn to Julianne Moore, and um, Julianne Moore is the same agent as as Emma and Emma had come in for a meeting with her agent and said, you know, we're thinking about starting a production company. Do you have any scripts that we could take a look at to kind of get our feet wet and see what's out there? And she, and her agent luckily to my, you know, great Uh, Fortune said I just got a script from somebody you know from Jesse and they read the script and they called me and said We'd love to produce this as our first movie I you know could not have been luckier because you know as a small movie you want producers that are not only um, Really savvy, but you want producers who are kind of fighting for all the little things that a small movie can't easily get You know when you're doing a big movie. There is a studio Uh, We had a studio in a 24, but before we had a 24 We were kind of on our own and you know you want producers who are fighting who are caring about it and all the kind of uh, uh, all the glue that holds the thing together You want to be with not only savvy people But people who really care about the project And so because it was our first one We all f- had that same kind of, you know, energy and passion oh,
3: same, Yeah same, Oh, that's okay uh, Same, you guys same energy, the same, same energy No, no, earlier oh, same agent. you were like When you, earlier you were talking about how you guys had the same Or like, had, they had the same age. They had the like, same agent Oh, okay So Hollywood is more connected than I thought Yeah, yeah, exactly <laughs> mm, Weird, more like uh, yeah, yeah, so everyone's connected, I guess oh, Yeah, that's, that's
0: weird, weird. Wow. So you guys obviously have mentioned Julianne Moore and obviously she's a significant part of the film. How did she end up in the project other than, uh, did you say she has the same agent as well as you and Emma too? No, no, no. Does she have the same so, agent as Emma? Yes,
3: and I assume there's other clients there as well, but I don't know who they are. <laughs> yeah, and Ben's like, I need to know who this is. Yeah, it seems like an amazing <laughs> agent. Yeah. Huh. So it seems like there's a little <laughs> bit of nepotism. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: and, yeah, she's their, their sister. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, no, I mean, I just... How did she become part of the movie? I don't know, the, like, uh, just pure luck from, from my yeah. standpoint. You know, I just sent her the script with a a note. Um, You know, listen, I knew, like, I've not directed a movie before, and I I know that, like, um, I don't have anything to show for it, except that I've been on sets, and she knows that. But, like, um, my... The thing I like more than anything is writing unusual characters, characters I haven't seen before, or seen a million times. And I know as an actor, that's what I like playing. I love finding a role, and I don't care what the size of the project is or even the medium. I do theater and, you know, various, uh, and and films and TV. And, you know, my feeling is, like, I just want to play something I haven't really seen before or haven't gotten to do a lot. And um, so I knew when I wrote this, I knew I could get a good actor because I know what actors like to do. And so I would say despite my thousand other flaws, I felt like she she might somebody of her caliber might be interested in it and might take a chance.
0: Ben tell me a little bit about working with Julianne. What kind of uh background did you both do to kind of prepare for this very turbulent mother-son relationship?
3: Um yeah, I mean we had uh we just had lunch one day before we <laughs> shot the film and like that was it really. I mean we both kind of jumped into it. I mean it was hard to you know it was co- middle of COVID, it so was, it was impossible to do any rehearsal yeah yeah oh god I, yeah but, i mean it but re- what helped though was that i mean beforehand me and jesse would just read through the scenes yeah. um weeks before when i was like in vancouver at home mm-hmm. um we would rehearse a little bit um which which helped a lot as well but but as far as julianne goes i mean she's the most prepared oh yeah <laughs> professional amazing actor you know ever and so I, I was incredibly going into it pretty intimidated, um, but what ended up happening was that kind of she ended up being the exact opposite, kind of of what what you would think, which is someone that like has done a hundred movies and like honestly, if she would have told me to go stand there so that I would have you know gotten her light better, I would like I would right. I would have done whatever <laughs> she wanted. But in, instead, she was like one of the most. Uh, yeah, funny, pure, you know, amazing. One of the most hard-working people I've met, and so uh, w- the least controlling actor I've ever worked with. Um, and Gay, I, I didn't expect her to give me as as much co- you know confidence in what I was doing in, in my role. Um, it just felt like she she really sort of gave me. Uh, she you no, know, it really felt she really. She really made it feel equal, um, which which I didn't expect, um, and I really felt like I had an amazing like partner in it.
1: Yeah, she loved Finn to like just the most wonderful degree. The first meeting I had with her, she you know she'd read the script and she likes her character, and she said, you know, but who's playing this other role? It's a young character. Can we get somebody really good? And I was like, you just have to meet this person, uh, Finn, he's he's so special and so funny and so sophisticated in his taste, but such a brilliant actor to kind of play naive, which this character requires. And I I don't know how skeptical she was or or curious she was, but on the first day she came over to me and she was like, I love this guy. Oh my God. You know, it was the kind of thing you are so thankful of as a director when you see the two leading actors in the corner of the set, joking around with each other, not wanting to go back to their trailers to stay on set. Yeah, that Partly was you're amazing. Like, you're like lucky for like just efficiency's sake, like the actors, <laughs> right, right. you know, like
3: they're, not, <laughs> they're close to camera. Yes, yeah. But then
1: the 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 other thing is that you want actors who like each other because they're playing as you as you indicated. They're playing these, you know, they they there's so much tension. I mean, these characters are of like complete opposite ideologies. They have no respect for each other's values.
3: But in a lot of ways, that kind of helps because I think there's there's also a lot of Sometimes you hear that from movies where it's like, "Oh, the people didn't like each other, so it actually helped." And I, I don't, I don't actually agree with it. I think actually,
1: I've never seen that.
3: Really, have you not? I think there's this (laughs) thing of like, there's there's a lot of like blockbuster movies where it's like shrouded in. There's sometimes like these big movies where like it's like, oh, you know, two big movie stars that didn't get along, but it actually helped the thing. Look at the sparks. Right. Exactly. I've never seen (laughs) that. Uh, no, but that's that's what it would be. Right, of course. Um, right, I don't exactly. know if you... Maybe I'm talking out of my butt. But no,
1: I, I... Yeah, I... Like I mean, the the Fast I and mean, furious, all the time, right? but I've yeah, never yeah. seen that to be successful.
3: No, no, that's what I'm saying. I, I don't think... But but actually, I think what helps is if the two actors really like each other, they want what's best for the film. Right. And so they'll go to the places that they, you know... I remember one of the first days I was kind of locked up and I remember we did a take and it felt pretty good and... and Julianne just like Turned to me and she took off her glasses and she was like, "That was fun." Yeah. <laughs> and I remember thinking like, oh, "Thank God, yep. God, yeah, I know, like amazing."
1: I will say like I've worked with several actresses and I, so I've heard this before. I met Julianne or asked her to do a movie. What's that? <laughs> I've worked with several worked actresses. With several,
3: like, two, yeah. two is several. Two
1: yeah. is several. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One is one. Two is several. Yeah. Um, two is um, many, many actresses. Yeah. No, and I've heard this from multiple actresses. They say that they that have worked with Julianne. Uh, and they say that that's who I want to be this she is the wow. she is the most inspiring generous uh, you know, um, uh, um, you know, figure that I would aspire to be. And so, like, um, I, it's great that she, you know, did, was able to do that for Finn, too. It's such a gift. I've been acting since I'm, you know, 18 in movies and I remember and can probably, you know, count, uh, you know, um, on the people who, um, made me feel not only good about what I was doing, but made me feel like, oh, I could probably continue to do this and still enjoy it.
3: Yeah, even as, like, a young, younger man, like, I just, I, I, kind of was like, uh, the way that she talks about her family and right. her just, I, I I, just was like, I I felt in the same way that I, as an older actor,
0: I, I'd want to be like that as right, well. Right, you could be a
1: normal person and still do this very unusual, unusual insane job. job. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So uh you mentioned you've been acting since you were a kid. We're about out of time, but Jesse, I have to mention, growing up, my mom would torment me by playing these cassette tapes of the Broadway kids. What? And, and I recently discovered... Yeah, you I did one of. song on it. Wait, what, yeah. did, what, where
1: did you grow up? In my mom's house? Where?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I grew up in Atlanta. My mom loved those those cassettes. So all the Broadway kids blasting all the time. Oh, that was a baby was... shark. Sorry.
1: <laughs> yes. So which song did you do? Um, I did You Gotta Have Heart from Damn Yankees. <laughs> yes, yeah, I did musical theater when I was younger. Oh man. <laughs> it was, well.
0: <laughs> okay, yeah. So Finn, I don't I know if you've heard I these, guess. but you're going to have to look up the Broadway Kids albums. I, I cannot <laughs> believe. Don't, you don't don't feel the need to
1: kind of tell anybody? But Yeah, then, no, oh, I'm going to tell everyone now.
0: Gonna, uh, but I am in case. shock.
1: Did you did she like musical theater and try to? Yes. Yes. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was I was trying to be like led into that. World.
1: Did you ever do musicals?
0: I popped in my senior year for a small role in the drowsy chaperone. And then when I was, uh, when I was really young, they threw me in as like, not, not like the, the handsome Nazi, but like the villain Nazi in the sound of music. When I was in sixth grade, got everyone it, else was it, in high it. school. If you're be a Nazi, it. Yeah. Yeah, you did be you that. say I'd be a good Nazi? Don't say that.
1: I said, if you're going to be a Nazi, you want to be, you want to be, you want to be, 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 you know, the villainous one. I mean,
0: was, yeah, yeah, was, sure, was, sure. yeah,
1: you're, yeah was, you're not going to get be. credit for being a good nazi so you can <laughs> go full
0: that's cool uh, no, i've seen
1: several musicals at the alliance down there and i just uh yeah, i love it alliance it
0: yeah. yeah that's fantastic well i think we're out of time guys but thank you, so much. Thank, you so much. thank you so much thank you so much for doing this how nice
2: absolutely hey everyone thank you so much for listening to will Mavity's interview with the writer and director for the film when you finish saving the world jesse eisenberg along with the film star finn wolfhard here on the next best picture podcast When You Finish the World is now currently playing in theaters from A24. You have been listening to The Next Best Picture podcast. We are proud to be part of the Evergreen Podcast Network, and you can subscribe to us anywhere where you subscribe to podcasts. Be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and let us know what you think of the show. We really appreciate your feedback and your support which you can also lend on over at Patreon. For $1 minimum a month, you'll get some exclusive podcast content from us. Thank you so much for listening as always, and we will see you all next time.